Welcome everyone. Today's episode of True News from Headed Space. Today I finally returned from my long, long break. And well, things have. I apologize for the long break, however, things have seemingly not been going very. Very well. Things have definitely gotten better for me and my family. But. For. But for others in. Other parts of the galaxy. Things have certainly not been going. Well for anyone now. It seems that for people that were once living in the Crab's Empire, that things might not be as bad for them. However, for others, people living in Federation worlds, it is worse, much worse. Considering the terrorism that has been occurring over the last few months, it is... Not. Things are not looking good. But that doesn't mean we can never really understand where this is going. It does not seem to be something that we can really. I don't know. I believe that much of this is going to be something far different. It isn't much of a... It isn't much of anything in reality. We have some things that are... Well, try to explain. And things have definitely been... And it's odd. The tensions between the WC and the Sheetar are both heating up and cooling down at the same time. For the ones that are with this allegiance, which is a small minority... However, many of them are higher-up officials. So it is incredibly hard to say whether or not. But I do believe that most of them are are on the, at least on the side of the Federation. As I am... Well, I do not support the Allegiance in any way, but that does not mean that I support the Federation in any way other than needing to live there, due to there being no other option for me at the moment. And, well... Well...
It is not very... It is hard to explain. But I have a feeling that whenever this is over, either the tensions will be far, far better, or they'll be getting far worse. I feel like many major cycles after this war ends, something's going to happen between them. And, well, I don't know, be it, be it seven, be it nine, be it seven, or be it forty-three, there isn't much, I think, that can change that unless they do something very, very soon about it, which I don't think either of them plan on doing. Which is quite a shame, honestly. If they ever do start a conflict, we can only hope that they keep it among themselves, but many Sheetwart citizens will have to leave during this potential period of time. Which is, well, the current ruler of Shitwar doesn't seem to be doing much about it as they actively joined the allegiance, while the new one appointed by the head of the Supreme Council is not as good as the previous one was. As far as most Sheetwar believed. And well, most of those people seem to want a. seem to want someone more like the old one, but he joined. The General and Safe Park. Meanwhile, on the side of the Warrior Collective, they are not doing much to prevent a larger conflict. However, things have not been looking good for them either. They've been getting attacked far more recently. Which, considering they only own a handful of systems, they, if things continue the way they are, then, well, they might need to take more the systems, or borrow some from their closer allies. Which will not be good for many, as it... If this does happen, it could potentially lead to larger and possibly full-on conflicts that involve... It could possibly even start the war between the two of them. At the moment, I don't see that happening. 
for a good measured time. However, it is not something that is completely out of the picture. And, well, the The WC seem to be in a bad position at the moment with completely with them not having much at the moment and with them possibly going to be losing that in the near future if there is ever a war with a foreign with a new nation there is a high chance that they will be taken over their military forces are good, some of the best, but they are nowhere near the technological strength of other nations, and with very little supplies, very little land, very little resources, they are at a disadvantage, and if they ever fight a full war with the Chitoire, they are not, it is not going to look good for them. They may have stronger individual units, their soldiers may be far stronger. But the Chitoire, they, they are matched up in technological strength. And it is, well, it really is hard to tell what is going to happen in the future. But, to move on to my next topic, there have been quite a few executions lately, be it of high-ranking allegiance officials in one scenario, but they all tie back to this cult that seems to be extremely it seems to be growing in numbers recently but they well it is odd for many of them are knights that have seemingly been turned into this cult Whatever it is, it is not something that I have much knowledge in, but what I do have knowledge in is the odd importance of these. <laughs> to me, it seems that... To me, it seems that they... A cult or new religion with odd origin doesn't seem to be that big of a threat. Considering one of the newest members executed was the supposed founder 
or the one who refounded this cult in modern times. He was a high-ranking Allegiance official and was one of the most powerful magic users in the entire order. However, him joining and founding this cult, unless this cult is able to give you abilities which only lead a... which all it does is, well, allow for... Unless this cult gives the members abilities that are only able to be acquired from them, I do not see what makes it such a threat. Unless they have a chance of taking over, I do not see how it makes them a threat. It is not something that I see as very important, but I do not know anything about the inner workings of this. I know. W.Z. Orden, or William Z. Orden, was one of these members, the supposed founder in the present era. And, well, I don't really have much knowledge on the situation, but, again, I do have knowledge on the members that were executed. I've been doing research during my few days where I could, and all of the members executed were either on the younger side or on the far older side. Many of them were weaker in strength, the only exception being Oridin. But he seems to be the founder. And well, I do not have much knowledge. I do not know exactly why the Supreme, the head of the Supreme Council, put so much importance to where he personally executes every single member he finds alive. What I do know is that it is something that seems to be mainly affecting knights. However, a few citizens that have joined this cult have been executed as well, but most of them have been done locally, except for one exception, a gang member from the Crab Empire and a individual that was paid by the Crab's Empire to rob from Federation 
from transport and luxury and cargo ships from Federation Allied Systems. There is not much to say about it. However, it is odd that no civilians who joined this cult have been executed in such a public and large manner. However, it is theorized that Vernax, the head of the Supreme Council, has a private assassin to find and eliminate or capture these cultists. And I do believe this. There is, considering the extremely low knowledge, even from high-ranking knights, even knights that seem to not have an issue with saying what the truth really is. However, I believe that it could always be something hidden from the public that is only shown during executions and the only knowledge of is, well... The fact is that they are not something that you want to participate in, as all members, all members that have been discovered have been executed or are no longer alive, be it from seemingly and allegedly natural or accidental causes, friendly fire incidents, or... They have been discovered, captured, and executed. Which is odd, considering that there are no other cases, except when they are members of this cult. It is possible that these actually are true, and they are simply a protocol that if the general is seen doing something odd, Seen using an ability that is not one that is supposedly there, or saying something that is on, and this possibility is only possible if this cult actually gives you abilities or some advantage in some way, if they're able to grant you special magical abilities. That's when this applies, but if it does not, then it simply does not apply. And, well, they will have to have seen them use it and get other troops to execute them on the battlefield. Which could be the possibility, but that is assuming that there is actual merit to this cult being... More than just what some individual lunatic came up with for power in the Federation and within the Order.
And moving on to our next topic. Well, actually, no. Before we move on, one last thing is that I find it extremely, extremely odd that there is no incidences of individuals who are not discovered to be a part of the cult being killed in friendly fire incidents or being killed with no knowledge of how they were killed. Some people have actually seen the bodies of corpses of individuals that were said to be allegedly members of this cult cut apart with parts of their legs cut off, their shoulders, everything above their shoulders cut off, and a hole through the center. Whatever this is, it has been found twice, both in skeletons and rotting, very rotten corpses. Both of them are were discovered very early on, on very early battlegrounds. Some of them, one of them, on a planet that has not seen a conflict since then, at least with conventional warfare. And, well, it does not seem to be something that I... Something that I actually believe. Anyways, on to the next topic. <clears throat> the leader of the Allegiance's military, right hand to the Pale General, Safe Park, Lord of Protection. Well, I have a lot to say about this man. You can even call him that. To describe him in a simple... To describe him in a simple description, he is an extremist... Radical, racist, terrorist, who is, seems to be going against everything the Allegiance stands for in his military operations. He, it is unknown what they what world they actually want to bring about, considering the fact that some people from Altair, well, I'll bring that up when that becomes relevant, but the well, it is unknown what world they want to bring about. Some of them simply say they want to remove the Supreme Council from their position of power 
at all, which is odd considering most members are on councils. The Ivan Emperor, before his death, which also. And many others were council members before they joined, including it is also said that many members have been leaving recently, including Diego Ennisein. He has not been spotted in. Around one month, and it is suspected that he left and is not rejoining either of the two sides. Next, on our next few episodes, we will talk more about the Federation and don't. Don't get the wrong impression that I am some overly... Well, that I simply believe in everything that the Federation does and that they can do no wrong, as many have started to believe. Many have become overly loyal to Veranax and those in the Supreme Council. I do not believe that that is correct. As I have said, they are doing not worse. But before this whole war started, I I did mention how they have been hiding certain things, especially related to the old Supreme... Well, to the old... Especially when it lies to Scarith, the Lava Lord, the first head of the Supreme Council, the founder of the Federation. He, many of the events surrounding his death and surrounding, even surrounding the birth of the current <clears throat> even surrounding there's even a lot of mystery surrounding the birth of the current HOSE and it simply does not it simply is not the case, but back on to the topic of Sophie Park. He is, well, he is an odd individual. His military actions have led to countless dying. His individual battles have also led to countless dying. He is not one that people... Well, most people, even in the Allegiance, seem to wish to kick him out as soon as he is brought in. As soon as they are brought into power, 
he is to be exiled, according to some. However, I do not believe that is what would happen, considering how he seems to be manipulating the general. Many members of the Republic of Mars and Altair and the Altair colonies seem to compare him to certain individuals in their history. They... And I am not an expert on human history. I know very little, aside from what most know. The last few battles of the war for conquest were fought on in their systems, in their one system at the time, but and that only a quarter of the population survived, but what little I have done from research is during I can definitely see the parallels if any of you watching know what I am referring to and know more about the topic. You can gladly tell me. But I believe that that is it for today's episode of True News from Headed Space. I apologize for the very, very long break. But, well, things are not... Things are not looking good for the current galaxy. However, I do things, think that things are going to end soon. But, actually, I'll give one more topic. The construction of the Phoenix Vessel. It is one of the largest individual ships ever created in galactic history. It is a nebula destroyer and well there is frankly not much else to say other than it was it's all of the remaining it has more bombs in it has more bombs on board than the amount used to take out the Arakai capital continent multiplied by eight. It is massive. It could take out an entire planet if it wanted to. It could go to any individual planet, no matter the size, and death decimate the ecosystem. It is not something that has any... The, uh, the reason it was built is still unknown to anyone aside from the HOSC himself. But it was used in quite a few battles, and it has never sustained major damage whatsoever, aside from a whole... A, relatively insignificant hole in the wings 
as it was quickly quickly patched up in a matter of minutes. However, the Allegiance is trying to find weaknesses in the ship so that they can bring it down or capture it. I'll say now, there is no hope of either of them. It is going to be one of the last Federation strongholds, one of the last bastions of the Federation for a long, long time. The only way to take it out would be one of those gamma-directed gamma-ray bursts that the Arakai created. As there is no way to take it over, as it is practically a large, or it is practically a medium-sized city, except with every every citizen has high military training, with many individuals with magic on board, with many. Many guards and automated turrets. It is nearly impossible to break into as it has a complete, as it is completely encased with only eight entrance points. With a ship that massive and considering all of them are guarded, it is going to be very hard. And considering only two are open constantly at a time, with a special passcode needing to open all the other ones, and two of them are specially monitored, it is not going to be easy for anyone to break into. And there is no hope of destroying it. That would be a battle that would be one of the most devastating in galactic history for the economy of the Allegiance, for the Allegiance's military, and if and it could be one of the few things that could possibly deal semi-significant damage to the Federation. But that is it for now. This has been today's episode of True News from Headspace, and I will see you soon.